All right, welcome back to the Off the Court Podcast, Episode Three. Got a lot of juicy topics to talk about. Uh, brief overview: We got stuff like the state of play uh, that just recently happened, as well as as well as the new Pokemon trailer. Lame. Uh, also, Obi Wan Episode Three. Lame. All right, what do you want to talk about, Pierce? I want to talk about how nobody knows who wrote who let the dogs out. Isn't it UC Hammer? I'm going to Google this. It goes back like decades. Look it up. It's crazy. So like, you know, you got the the classic Who Let the Dogs Out. That everyone knows. I don't know. Google says it's Anselm Douglas. But then like, that's actually a cover of another song or it like samples stuff from another song. And then like that one did that, did the same thing. And it goes back like five different songs. It's crazy. Where did you hear I'm about not, this rabbit hole? I've seen like multiple videos on YouTube and TikTok. When you Google who let the dogs out writer, the second like thing in like the list of suggestions is is who let the dogs out a feminist song. And apparently it is. Yo, let's go. All right. Criticizing men who catcall women. Uh, okay. Hey, and like who let those article. guys go outside? <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> Bro, that song goes off, but I just I had to bring that up. But nobody knows that because it goes back like five or six different songs of like they all stem from one song, and it just like keeps evolving. We're overdue, actually. We're overdue for a. For a who let the dogs out answer. event? No, we're over. Uh, we're over. Who, we're overdue for another who let the dogs out? It's been like probably it, thirty years. I don't know when who let the nineties probably. Is it like? Are you talking about like the sample they used? Like goes back, like really far, and like no one knows like where it actually came from. Yeah, like the actual lyrics to the song. Both. I'm pretty. Oh. I, it, it, it's crazy, dude. I'll I'll send you guys a video you watch later. It's <laughs> I am fascinated by this. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, but yeah, Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to drop like that that big rabbit hole on you guys, and then um, <laughs> just switch right into Pokemon. But it had to be brought up. Look it up for yourselves, guys. Look up uh, who let the dogs out conspiracy. It's crazy. The manager of the Baja men at the time heard a version of the song from Europe. He called Isaiah Taylor, who's King's, who's uh, Knight's bandmate, and told him it was an absolute must that Baja men record that song. Is that is that like Back because to the Future? The song, like, you know that new sound this. you've been looking for? Well, listen to this. <laughs> Who let the dogs out? It's a cover of the 1998 song doggy who was uh which was written by anselm anselm Douglas. oh my god anselm douglas douglas himself claimed the song has nothing to do with dogs and is actually a feminist theme so it sounds like he wrote it but then it goes back more <laughs> I don't know. It's crazy. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not in like a clear state of mind to be able to accurately recall the events, but it's crazy. Oh yeah, 
because I'm on Wikipedia right now. It says, complicating matters further, 20 Fingers and Gillette, who the singer, not the uh, Razor brand, <laughs> released You're a Dog in 1995, which was three years before the Anselm Douglas song, with the chorus saying, who let the dogs loose, and with a similar rhythm to who let the dogs out. Bro, it's like a game of telephone. And there was a song in 1990. Yeah. <laughs> Where the fuck did this song come from? <laughs> I told you it's crazy. <laughs> oh, it goes back to 1986. It's a whole decade. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, I told you. Yeah, it sounds like, I don't know, it's like every decade this tune pops up and like gets into the mind of a of a creative and like it becomes his sole muse and he just must create a I told you we're overdue featuring We're overdue for yeah, it so. who let the dogs out. But yeah, maybe it's just like it's not catching the charts anymore. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh the the one legendary Pokemon looks like a dick and balls. It does. The purple one. Yeah, the one that's got like jets. It's even pissing in that one promotional picture. It is pissing in that one. (laughs) (laughs) I I, okay. If we're starting with the legendaries, I I really liked the the violet one, the one that looked like a you know a mecha. I like that's the dick one. Yeah, that's the dick. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I, I was down with that. I thought that's a pretty cool idea. They do look cool. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm like interested in the idea of like having co-op. That's really cool. But other than that, there's really not a lot that's selling me on this game. It's kind of like I don't care anymore. I'm not a big enough Pokemon fan to keep buying them if they're already seen as mediocre. Yeah. It doesn't look like the graphics upgraded at all from Sword and Shield. It looks like a downgrade. I don't. I don't know if I just haven't looked at that game in a while, but man, that Sword and Shield was, was pretty rough. bad. I thought, um, you know, I, when I was watching it, I, I thought my like phone maybe wasn't getting enough like Wi-Fi or data strength, and like it wasn't you know fully like in, in HD resolution. But that wasn't the case. Um, yeah, that was. I was shocked by that. But I mean, I yeah. I like the idea of being able to do the gyms in any order. That sounds pretty fun. You know, you've got what's that? What's the Pokemon that's taken over the world? Um, Lechonk. Lechonk. It's just a fat pig. Looking good, but like, <laughs> you know, it's it's just hard to like. I, I don't want to keep supporting this franchise if if they're just gonna you know get comfortable with releasing a game every two years that looks like a, it's a straight out of the GameCube era. Yeah. Also, both of the professors are like really hot. Yeah, hell yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't my takeaway. But... They could. I'm really hoping they add voice acting to this game. Oh, that bothered me so much in the trailer. It was just quiet. Yeah. It, it was like oh, if it's eerily. not in the trailer, we're not getting it in the in the game. <laughs> it was like eerily silent during the trailer. Well, I don't like think... I didn't like it. <clears throat> I don't think in uh, the Pokemon Snap trailer we got voice acting, did we? I don't know if you guys remember it. No, I don't remember. Was there voice acting um, in the game? <clears throat> there was. Uh, at, like, major cutscenes. Well, that, of well just, Snap uh, is different, because all it, it really has to show is the Pokemon. Like, that's going to be the main, like, focus, is all the Pokemon you're taking pictures of. 
So it, it, it would make sense. Like, it wouldn't, like, not make sense for there to not be voice acting. Well, it makes more sense to have voice acting in the main game. Well, yeah, but <laughs> that's that's in that that is not a a good expectation to have. Yeah, there's, they don't there put are like so many cutscenes. There's so many cutscenes in Sword and Shield where there's text on the screen, the character's mouth is moving, the like the the music in the background is like dampened, so like you think like oh maybe they're talking right now. And it's just like basically silence for like an entire cutscene. Listen, if they don't want to have voice it's acting, so noticeable. If they don't want to have voice acting, fine, that's okay. At least have the characters like grunt or something when they talk, like make some type yeah. of noise when they talk. Fuck it, just make every character do the fucking sans noise, and they'd be better <laughs> just than what they have. Some now. noise other than silence. I'm not. I. I don't know. It, now, now that we're on like the hardware we're on, it like like for the the DS and the Game Boy, it made sense obviously, but they still haven't changed it, and we're on a home console now. Yeah, yeah. Man. I think this will be the first main Pokemon game that I don't get on release day. Part of the problem is too that. Apparently, you know, they have to release one of these games every two years because it goes beyond the game. You know, there's the card game, I believe, actually makes more money than the than the video games do. And hmm. but like, you know, so when they launch a new video game, they also launch with it, you know, the new season, I guess, of um, of cards. And so, yeah, uh, that probably rushes the development process and results in a lot of, you know, or lack of improvements that we've seen frustrating yeah but there's also like the card game can wait a year there's 900 plus pokemon that they can make cards of now <laughs> like they need cards yeah. now more than ever the market's getting wild <laughs> you still can't find pokemon cards at stores most of the time the target that we went to um when or the the target that was connected to the mall that uh we went to when we went down to bloomington mm -hmm. uh it was like full stocked of like every type of uh wow. like every like recent expansion for pokemon wow yeah, only they could do it that wasn't for consoles. a while there yeah hey i that target always has a series s so <laughs> it does <laughs> yeah. series s series s's and switches are stuff that i still see in stores. Yeah. If, I feel like most Best Buys always have a Series S on stock. Walmart always has a ton of... They, they always have, like, the Animal Crossing Switch. I've seen that. And, um... I like a Series S. To what I don't degree get a Series you... S, but... Oh, go ahead. I, I want a disc tray, because I have backwards-compatible discs and stuff. What were yeah, you going to say? I also find it interesting. Like, I know it saves them a lot of money, but, like, the, you know, the digital-only console has less space than the series x mm. and i think that this game shuffling would be annoying it already is on the series x um but like pivoting back to pokemon like what to what degree do you guys think it's just like like we're growing up like i i for it's me to... you know i loved platinum and i kind of started falling off the pokemon train around white and white too and i always still got the games but i was never like impressed 
like I was as a child, like, or like, I like, you know, blown away. And I think like for everyone, Pokemon's kind of like baby's first RPG. And I'm sure for certain, like for the next generation, like Sword and Shield and now um, Scarlet and Violet probably will be those experiences for them that we had back on the DS. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's like necessarily growing up. I think it's more of like getting jaded. Um, at least it was for me. Cause like, I still loved Pokemon like through uh, Gen Six. Um, even even I thought like X and Y were like pretty good games. Yeah, even though it was like their first uh, soiree into three D. Um, but like uh, with Sun and Moon, like you were getting like uh, the gameplay was fine, but like you were getting stopped like every half hour to watch a cutscene on information you probably already know. Mm-hmm. And like that kept through to sword and shield and i bet it's going to come through to scarlet and violet too so what see i kind of have like a rocky well first of all to add to that um i i think that like obviously we are growing up but uh I, i think you can objectively look at these games compared to the older ones and see obvious flaws with them and comparing these games to modern ga- hell, games that are just on the same system that are just way better looking um yeah that the game i think it's it's a hard my my history so what i was going to say earlier my history with pokemon's kind of com- like complicated cuz i like pokemon i'm a fan of pokemon but like i'm i'm like halfway I'm like I'm like a middle ground of like casual fan and hardcore fan. And like like I won't buy every game. Uh but I'll I'll I enjoy playing the games I do play. And like I, I really yeah. do there are like uh Pokemon White is like one of my favorite games ever. Because I put a lot like I got really into Pokemon for that generation. And like I loved it. I didn't even buy the sequels. Like that's how like non-devoted I am at buying the games. I haven't played the only Pokemon games I've owned are um Leaf Green, Pearl, uh White, Sun and Moon, and Arceus. I think are the only ones I've ever owned. Oh, and I have blue on my three DS. So you skipped Sword and Shield? Yeah. See, I I think I agree with you. Like when you look at, like, I think from a visual perspective, yes. When you compare it to other games on the Switch versus like comparing Pokemon on the DS to other DS games, like, it's very flawed in that regard. But I think people who say that like Pokemon has failed to evolve or like you know change and grow up with its audience, it's like it's always been that way. Like the formula for Pokemon has not changed. It's always been the same core thing forever, and usually they add like one, you know, twist element in the game, like mm-hmm. in Sword and Shield, and I don't mind that. Maxing. And I think they're still doing that, and it's fine. It, so that's why well, I think that like kids will still be enjoying those as much as we did when we were. Don't fix what younger. isn't broken. Like I'm sure people during the you know, Diamond and Pearl era even were like, you know, who's still playing Pokemon? We're playing Final Fantasy VII now, you know, whatever. <laughs> Yeah, you know, every every Pokemon game is gonna have its you know its people. It it, it yeah. is one of those series that 
I, I do think you will grow out of. And it sometimes it can be easy to blame the game for that. But I do think that there are also genuine issues with the modern Pokemon games. Yeah. I think, uh, going back to black and white, I think that's, like, uh, one of the only times where they, like, made a major change in, like, the gameplay formula of Pokemon. Mostly before Gen 5, it was, uh, like, a kid just running around uh, and mashing through text boxes uh, about a story that they, like, kind of cared about. Um, but then, like, in Gen 5 with Black and White, they, like, actually put, like, depth and more thought into a story. And it was great. And, yeah, and people really liked it. Uh, so I think with <laughs> that onward, they decided, oh, we need to make the story bigger and more a part of the game. Uh, but then it uh, sadly turned out to be just uh, going from one cutscene to the next, having five battles in between. Uh, Gen 5 is just so perfect, bro. I love Gen 5. That That is without yeah. a doubt my favorite Gen. And I haven't even played it two. Stand out in my mind, like I was definitely around during that era, and I think I had black, but I don't know. I wish that I knew where stand my out to me very much. I wish I knew where Flat my DSi was, was, because my DSi has white in it, and I just need to find that. I need to bring wow. back memories. I fucking loved white so much. I don't know why. I don't know what made me. I think I was just at the perfect age to where I was like kind of getting into Pokemon a bit more. So I was like, I'm going to get Pokemon White. And then I like I never bought another one until Sun and Moon. Um, but I played so much White. And it, it just like holds a special place in my heart. It's one of those games that like it's just, I just have like pure memories of. There's just a stupid mini game in it where you could like dress your Pokemon up and put them in like a dance patchet. I fucking love that shit. It was so stupid, but you got to like dress your Pokemon like any way you wanted, and like give them uh, like an accessory and stuff like that. It was stupid, but it was like fun. And they had like the the battle trains where you could. There were like all the different types of battles you could do. They had triple battles. Now, it was just a fun game. I would I would recommend going back and playing it if you're. Yeah. It, it's it's awesome. it's good. Shout out to yeah, a niche. I think it's... Oh, sorry, Jackson. <laughs> uh, uh, I was gonna say it's uh, uh, it's a, it's one of the best Pokemon games, uh, Black and White and Black and White Two. Uh, it's like one of the best visually. Yes. Like they really had like the sixteen uh, bit. I don't even know if it's sixteen bits, uh, but like that style of art, like they mastered it by then, and. Like even though it was two D, like all the Pokemon had life in them with like and, their eye animations. Oh yeah, that that was the first time they had animations. Yeah. Uh, and the world is three D, to a certain extent. All the buildings are three D now, like fully three D. And like yeah. there, there's there's this part where you're like going over a bridge into the, into like the New York City type place, and it's like this like, beautiful looking like scenery. It's crazy. It's like a whole sequence. It's awesome. I would highly recommend playing it. Yeah. 3D sprite work is like uh, what the main transition was from uh, GBA to DS. And they got good legendaries. Zekrom and uh, Reshiram. Reshiram. 
or Shuram were like they like just cool. Yeah, Black and White Two was the only the only mainline Pokemon game I didn't buy. Um, and I I love White so much, and I didn't even buy them because I had already fallen out of my Pokemon phase. Quick shout out to um. Pokemon, my favorite, uh, like non, like spin-off type Pokemon game uh, from the DS era, uh, Pokemon Ranger. I don't know if you guys ever played that game. Yeah. Uh, Bro, love yes. that game. I I, I lost my copy of I lost my copy of Shadows of Almia, uh, like right after I beat it, and I was so pissed because I wanted to go through it again. I did yeah. never have it myself, but a friend had it, and I got to play it once or twice throughout the time. It was Great stressful, game. man, having to complete those circles, and you had to get like more in a row for the stronger the Pokemon was. Yeah, good times. I remember, I remember like after play sessions, I would like turn off my DS, and I could just see the reflection of like the circle indents on my <laughs> touchpad. <laughs> but yeah, I have Pokemon related trauma. Uh, I can't think back to those DS era games without <clears throat> getting triggered. So I don't know if I told you guys, but my brother, um, when I moved away to college and he was left with all my old gaming wares decided to sell every single one of my ds games and so now the only like remnant i have of that era is the pokey walker from soul silver and heart gold and the case for pokemon platinum bro that's so sad i did something similar to my brother and (sighs) i'm really not happy about it because uh it's i I just, like, took all of his games, and I, I didn't want to sell those because, like, I would actually play them. But I also inherited uh, his Pokemon card collection. No. None of them, I don't think any of them were in, like, good shape. But I had a lot of bulk from a lot of early Pokemon sets, and I sold, like, like a, there were... They were all in like a gallon bag, and there were so many of them that like the gallon bag could barely zip up. Oh my god! And I sold all of them for twenty bucks. Oh, bro, that's fucking. Imagine how much some may be worth today. Bro, that's fucking spending Bitcoin on a pizza energy. Yeah, (laughs) that's awful. I hope whatever I bought with that was worth it. I was just talking about that earlier. How um, my Darth Vader voice changer. How I I cut off the I cut off when I was a kid the voice changer part of it and I didn't what? I was five years I got it on my fifth birthday so I was mm-hmm. young when I got it um so I didn't like think about oh this thing's like really cool I should keep this in good shape I'm like no I'm a kid I'm like messing around in it I'm I'm acting like Darth Vader I'm getting all beat up and I cut the mm-hmm. I cut the voice changer part off of it. And now I'm thinking, man, I wonder how much this thing would be worth worth if I kept it in like pristine condition. And it's not that I would ever sell it. Like I would never to... sell it. Yeah, definitely don't. But it's depressing going on eBay now and looking at the prices of those original uh, Pokemon games and like if you had them on the DS, uh, just knowing that they were probably sold for like five dollars in store credit at GameStop. I'm definitely, if I have kids, I'm definitely teaching them to cherish the, like, the really cool stuff they get. Like, when I was a kid, I did not take care of anything, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, like, I should, 
me now would never let my DSI get lost. But I haven't seen that shit in 10 years. I have no idea where it is. It's just gone. Because I moved. And uh, I had lost my... Before I had moved. Like, it's like seven years ago. Um, I had already lost my DSI. Like, just somewhere in the house. And it had to have been found when we moved. And I just don't yeah. know where it is. I never, I never personally found it, but there's no way it wasn't found when we moved. Yeah, my dad, like, he was just passively into video games. It sucks that we, like, grew up to be collectors, and now, like, we look back upon what we had, and it, it hurts so much. And I agree with you. I'm going to mm-hmm. make sure, my, like, every time my kid loses interest in a toy, it's like, all right, it's getting vacuum sealed for the next 20 years. Or, or if I just think it's cool. Like, I can't believe my dad <laughs> let me treat the voice changer line. Well, I, I mean, I guess at the time it's just a toy. It was probably like 20 or 30 bucks. Nothing mm-hmm. crazy. But I, I guess now I just take stuff more sentimentally and I'm like, I'm never, I would never do that if I got one now. But it's because you like made those memories of it too, you know? Yeah. So kind of a cycle. I, it's just frustrating to me thinking of all the cool stuff I probably had when I was a kid that I probably, dude, I had a SpongeBob plug and play. Like, you know, the ones where, like, Spongebob's nose is the joystick? Oh, yeah, we had that, For no reason. I have no idea why I did it. And I remember vividly doing it. I took wire cutters, and I cut the wire that plugs into the TV. (laughs) I don't know why I did that. Maybe the game sucked. No, I have good memories. Or I know if I I saw them now, I'd be like, oh, I remember that game. That game's classic. It Um, bothers me. My dad had like the original Kenner uh, Star Wars action figures. Uh, uh, he had Darth Vader, Obi Wan, a couple others, um, and I don't know. I I really liked Episode One. I liked Darth Maul. I decided as a kid that I was gonna rip his Darth Vader in half. And it's not like the action figures no. now, or like you know you can do that and then like reattach them at the joints. It like broke a rubber band that was in him, and. He was permanently in two pieces, and I think about my dad's face now when I showed him that I'd ripped his toy in half, and <laughs> I, I feel so much for him. Well, when you're a kid, you don't think about the fact that one day these toys are going to be discontinued; they're going to stop making them. Like right. I had, mm-hmm. I had a Millennium Falcon transformer that transformed into. Uh, that the front half transformed into Han Solo and the back half transformed into Chewbacca, and then I had a Darth, I had a Darth Vader Death Star, the Death Star transformed into Darth Vader. I still I have the Darth, the Darth Vader. Vader. I I had that, but it's like in pieces now, and I think I have maybe like half of half of the Millennium Falcon still. Like I did not treat those things well. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I flushed. The storm or some of the stormtroopers that came with the Darth Vader down the toilet for some reason. I think I was playing with oh, them while I was on the toilet when I was like six years old, and they just fell in. Fell in, you're like, ah, oh, well, shit, got her. Yeah, when I'd probably say like somewhere between like the ages of like eight to twelve, um, I would ask for like a Star Wars Lego set, uh, like every year for Christmas, and I would always build them, uh, and I kept them like in shape in my room for a while but at some point i just decided like i'm gonna fuck all this shit up <laughs> and no. like, i like disassembled all of them 
And there was no shot that I, like, kept the instruction books back then to, like, build them back up. Um, and so, like, I, I didn't care about it for, like, a couple years. And then I was like, oh, kind of wish I had, <laughs> I was able to build these back up again. I know there's probably resources online, but, like, all that shit's just in, like, bags now. And I had, like, I think all of my stuff was, like, Clone Wars uh, uh, era. So With the, ugly, had, like, the ugly minifigures? Probably. Um, but I like the the precursor to the... I want to make sure it's the right one, the ATAT. It was like an ATAT, but instead of the legs, it's on wheels. Oh. Um, and then I also had a Clone Wars gunship with like the balls that shoot lasers. Nice. I had the original Mustafar dual Lego oh. with the uh, Anakin no. and Obi-Wan minifigures that had batteries in their legs. <laughs> and like, the lightsaber was what? connected to their arm, uh, so they lit up. For some reason, I did not like have a lot of Star Wars Lego sets. Probably because they were fucking expensive. Yeah. Well, I I had one, uh, that was like a like General. Gre- I, it might have been like General Grievous's like ship or something. I know I had General Grievous minifigure. I don't know if I had like another minifigure, but I definitely had General Grievous minifigure. And, like, other than that, like, I don't know. I didn't get too many Lego sets, but I was still into Lego Star Wars. Like, I played the game, obviously. I had the visual dictionary. It came with, a like, a Luke minifigure, like a, like a special edition one. But it's uh, what you were saying, Jackson, about, like, taking apart your Legos. I did the same. Like, I would collect. I had some Legos that I really liked. And then at some point, they just all wound up in pieces in a bin. And, like, even if I wanted to look up the instructions... It would be so difficult to dig through all of those pieces to find the ones I need. If some haven't gone missing. Man, quick Lego aside. What the fuck is up with all the cool motherfucking Legos there are now? Like, Legos were cool when we were kids, but now there's just fucking crazy ones. Did you see that new Sonic one? Yes, I have. I have not. They made, like, the NES Lego... Um, that mm-hmm. Mario question block that unfolds into the worlds. The Mario uh, Legos are. We- I don't know how I feel about the Mario Legos. The figures are weird. Like it's cool mm-hmm. that they're interactive, but if I was a kid, I would also want like regular Mario like minifigures. Fair. Yeah, it's definitely for like a much younger audience. It's mostly like the Lego idea sets are so cool. Ethan, did you they see are. the uh, the tall neck one? Yes, that I'm on like a, that, one looks sick. that one's out of stock right now, and we're on like a mailing list for when it goes back into stock because that one's so cool. I saw one. Uh, I think it was when we were at the mall again, Pierce. At, I think it was at GameStop, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty sure there was a sign on it that said like display only. Um, <laughs> I want the Seinfeld Lego set. That one's cool. I can make Kramer say the N word. <laughs> Classic canon. Um, no, kids these days have it so much better than we did. They got all they the cool know, shit. Bro. They're just on YouTube. They don't even care about. We should cool punish videos. it. We should punish them for that. They don't deserve to have things better than we did, bro. All right, <laughs> we right. should make their lives harder. Listen up. I we need to like start that. We need to like start a revolution, bro. Fuck growing up. Let's let. <laughs> 
let us not be shunned for buying toys and playing with them, bro. bro let us I have some imagination. I buy and play with toys. I think this is a, you know, you judging yourself problem, man. I just want to buy my dollies and play dress up with them. Exactly, bro. Do that with confidence. Bro, I was running around earlier with my Darth Vader helmet on. And I had, like, guns and I was, like, shooting them. I used to play with, like, up until last year, um, I like I had that Luke. Um, it's like the Luke Force FX lightsaber mm-hmm. from Episode Six, and like you know, I'd get drunk and just swing that around and <laughs> be playing with myself. But my Welcome brother to the four so man children podcast fascinated with it, and I knew <laughs> that like my big growing up moment was was giving my brother my lightsaber. And I swear to fucking God, if he sells that. I'll ring him. Oh, man. Bro, you got to take it back. I'm worried, dude. Five years from now, he's going to pawn off my green lightsaber for some weed or something. Is it one of those, like, really expensive lightsabers? Yeah, it's before the Disney ones. Uh, but it's the ones where the sabers were attached, but the hilts were metal. Oh, that. The, the ones so were cool. like they had, they had, like, the smaller lightsaber on the bottom, and you could, like, take them apart. Those um, were so fucking cool. Yeah. They were, like, they were, you like, can't regular take the toys. blade out. Oh. They were like, uh, so they were they were just like basic toy lightsabers. They like lit up and like made noises when you hit them. But they were these like were the ones cheap that were like one hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, no, these were these ones were probably like fifteen or twenty at Walmart. Nice. Um, <laughs> you know, why haven't we done that for a bull? We go to Walmart, we buy like the cheap ass lightsabers? plastic lightsabers, and do like a duel. <laughs> that would Bro, be that would be sick. awesome. Yeah, yeah. I'm at my childhood home, I had a stock of like the collapsible ones that everyone had i do yeah. i have a couple of them at home. i was that guy in the neighborhood like choose your weapon yeah i had a uh we used to have or i think we still have the darth vader one um but i also had a anakin skywalker one uh but we also like sometime later in my childhood got a lightsaber that was it's the same hilt as Qui-Gon Jinn, but it has a red blade. Interesting mashup. I had Mace Windu's Qui-Gon's, Obi-Wan's, and Anakin's. Oh, that's so cool. I know for sure I had uh, Anakin's, and I know I had a green one, but I have no idea whose it was. Bro, I did not pay attention to that at that age. Bro, Ethan used to have this like droid blaster that was just like always in his closet. Yeah, I don't even know what it was. It was a droid blaster that was meant to hold uh, a can of silly spray, actually. Yo! It like you could shoot darts. it at people? Yeah, it was meant to hold the silly spray and you could just shoot it at people. Bro, that's, that's awesome. I had a, that, but it was Spider-Man. That one makes more sense. <laughs> this was a droid blaster. Yeah, I always remember, I'd always get in Ethan's, uh, Ethan's closet because he always had cool shit just piled up in there. Dude, my cousins and had there, one of that those was too. Always in there. Like just <laughs> Is it just a cousin thing? closet? I guess. <laughs> it's always weird. It's always the cousins, but it's never you, even though you're their cousin. <laughs> <laughs> they must have another cousin. <laughs> yeah, the chain must go. Sam, are you talking about the cousins I lived nearby? Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure I have a vague memory of accessing their nerve stash at one point. Yeah, it was in their basement. And like, it was like an under the stairs closet. 
Should have land in there. I was always like, you guys don't appreciate this shit enough. Like, (laughs) bro. Oh, that actually reminds me of something that I forgot to put down on uh, my topic list. Um, So, at that uh, ripe young age, when uh, all we could really do for fun was to like hang out with the neighbor kids uh, and just like play outside, Mm -hmm. two of those people in that group were Sam's cousins, um, who lived right across the street from me. The younger one, which I think was just a year above us, Sam? Yeah. Yeah. He was like, okay. Uh, But the older one, who was like a good couple of years ahead of us, uh, was like basically a bully (laughs) to like most (laughs) of the kids around us. Whoa. Um, (laughs) And it, it it like never got like, bad or like physical um just mostly like smart ass comments <laughs> just emotional um, abuse <laughs> yeah classic stuff like that so like we would we would all just like hang out play stupid games that we would come up with um and then like once we started like growing out of that it transitioned into uh like everyone got an xbox and at one point i was playing with sam and one of his, uh, one of the cousins, which I, I knew who they, I knew who they were. I was playing with the younger one, um, for a good while with Sam, and then all of a sudden I meet this new guy, who I don't know the name of. He's like pretty cool. We like go into like, uh, like custom games and MW two and like quick scope on a high rise and stuff, and I played a couple games with him. And then we find out in lobby that he's the older cousin and he realizes who I am. He's like, oh, fuck, that's Jackson. Uh, and then we never played another game of Xbox together again. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Uh, yeah, those, those guys. Um, man, yeah, they're characters. Uh, that yeah. older one he's, he's a lot better now <laughs> um, yeah didn't you go to didn't you go to military or something yeah yeah Ethan do you remember Ethan do you remember setting up all the nerf guns in your room because we thought there was a house intruder bro yes oh yeah you guys like... would have got him <laughs> Ethan we had, had the, the whole turret. arsenal going the belt had fed. The turret. bro oh damn bro see my cousins had that yeah, those were so cool. There was like a dream catcher missing from the wall, and Ethan thought that someone was in the house and was stealing. So we went upstairs <laughs> and we like grabbed all his Nerf guns and we faced them all towards the door. It turns out it was just his dad. He just took it off the wall. <laughs> someone stole the dream catcher. Bro. There's a intruder in here. We gotta get him with our Nerf guns. We're gonna like home alone. He's trying to give us nightmares, bro. <laughs> we should have put like thumbtacks in the in the nerf darts. Do you guys ever have it was like nerf guns but they shot orbies? No. 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 There used to there was like commercials of for this for a while and I feel like I'm the only person who actually ended up getting one. I'm I'm trying to make sure like I didn't just come up with this in my head as a fake memory. No, I know what you're but no one about. I talked to is like owned one of these. You, but you know what it is? Yeah. Yeah, those yeah, things. I were, do not remember those. Those things were cool. 
And then, what was the coolest Nerf gun you guys had? I think mine it was like a Tommy gun where you held the trigger and you just like pumped it really fast. Uh, or I guess it was kind of like the striker uh, shotgun from Modern Warfare Two. Mm. I don't know. I uh, I only had I only ever had like two like I only ever had like two like full sized ones. I had like a couple one shot pistols, um, but the two like full ones I had, one was. It was like a it was like a bigger gun, but like on the front you loaded it. It was like a ring on the front, like kind of like a revolver, um, and you loaded it, and it was like pump action, so it only shot one at a time. So like it wasn't like that amazing. But then another one I had was like basically just a rifle. Uh, you had <laughs> it had like a, a clip that you loaded up and then put in, and it also had like detachable like scopes and like a laser pointer. And it was pretty fucking sick. Yeah. I think I had that same, like, uh, rifle that had, like, the detachable, like, you could turn it into, like, a pistol, a rifle. Oh, I had I had one, too. That thing was so cool. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Ethan <laughs> said. You sounded like you were going to say something there. <laughs> and you didn't. Yeah. All right. Um, so, anyways, I think I think uh, my my favorite one was a uh, I had this blue like rifle one. It was I I liked it because it was automatic. But actually, probably the coolest one I had is one is the one I just bought like a year ago, which is uh, Master Chief's assault rifle, the Halo assault rifle, as a Nerf gun. I was mad that I can never get any automatic ones. There aren't enough Star Wars Nerf guns. Like they appear throughout the years, like sometimes. But I feel like that's a that's a pretty good market as Star Wars Nerf guns. I guess is that because Hasbro does Hasbro own? Nerf? No, there are some now. No, I... there are, there are, but uh, they're not as like big of a thing. Oh, I don't know. My cousin, my cousins on the other side have them. On Grammy Nan's side. Grammy Nan. Shout out Grammy Nan. Love Grammy Nan. Uh, did you guys get into Airsoft at all? I uh, wanted actually, to. I did briefly. <laughs> I uh, was afraid of Airsoft for a while because, you know, the aforementioned cousins uh, of mine uh. that Jackson knew, uh, I specifically remember it was during the Super Bowl. Um, the younger one actually and his his pals were outside playing um with airsoft guns and my uncle had a refrigerator in his garage where he'd keep you know sodas and things like that um hell yeah so like i don't know halfway through halftime um i decided to step outside and uh one of those assholes shot at me <laughs> with the ner- uh with an airsoft gun and it put a hole in my tooth ah oh, what yeah um, and so I had to get that filled, and I was terrified of Nerf guns, or yeah, uh, Airsoft guns from there on out. Holy I mean, shit. nowadays, I'd, I'd, yeah. I'd play with them, but I'd be keeping my mouth nice and shut. Have you guys ever done yeah. paintballing? Yeah. Paintball's fun. No. I haven't. We should do that I sometime. I would like to. We should. Um, but I think air, Airsofts were like the perfect, they were like the perfect transition from even though I've always liked Nerf guns still, they're they're like the perfect transition from 
Nerf gun, airsoft gun, and then real gun. (laughs) The airsoft guns, because the airsoft guns were appealing to me because they were fake guns, but they looked real. Mm -hmm. So then, you know, I was still young enough where I'm like pretending I'm in the house, like playing Call of Duty. I'm like young enough to do that still. Yeah. People don't talk enough about the nerf to airsoft to paintball to real gun pipeline. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See, that, uh, that's a solution. Ban nerf guns. Um, another one of the just stupidest games that me and the neighbor kids thought of. Um, I remember it was like me and then like both of my next door neighbors. Uh, we were at my just in my friend's. Uh, what the fuck is it called? <laughs> I'm, Driveway. It's called a driveway. Um, in my friend's years. driveway, uh, we would usually go over there because he had a basketball hoop. Oh, um, classic driveway. Yes. And I just remember, like one time after playing basketball, my friend brings out uh, like his airsoft pistol that he just recently got, and for some reason, we decided to play uh, outrun the airsoft gun. <laughs> what? <laughs> we would just How do you outrun go in his backyard. That? We would just like go in his backyard. Um, the person would just like stand there with the gun, and then we would give the runner a five second head start, and then they would have to like run away and like try to dodge the airsoft bullets. No, I like, <laughs> I like, I like the idea. I like the idea that they have to outrun the pellet. <laughs> like they have yeah. to move faster than the pellet. They shoot just slow enough that you could do like a little throw yourself in one direction to avoid it. After it's been <laughs> shot, like that was probably a very tense and strategic game. I like it. Yeah, but I was also fat and slow, so I always got hit. Oh fuck! Damn. Did you Did you guys ever play Swinging Metal Death Trap? Yes. Uh, can't say I did. <laughs> Enlightened me. You so like everybody is on swings, right? Going back and forth, and you just have to run in between them. Oh. And you cannot go outside of the bars of the swing. Pretty sure I was too scared to do that. Bro, I hated I... the motherfuckers at the playground who would always like be swinging all crazy, going like left and right. It's like, motherfucker, if you kick me. <laughs> anyway, sorry, I feel like I, I uh, <laughs> cut you off there, Jackson. <laughs> yeah, and some, uh, yeah, you had to let it out. It's fine. No, I never played that, but I do hold the belief that the swings were the highest tier of playground fun. They were. The swings are elite. Nah, it's it's, it's all about the play sets know. and playing like the floor is lava. Or like yeah. basically like one guy could be on the mulch and like could climb up the ladders but couldn't step on the surface Platform. of the playground. And like mm. and so it was kinda like an infection type game where he would tag someone and then that person would then like go onto the mulch and like be climbing ladders mm. until like there was I one must person. I played left. that with you guys. I remember that. It was Bro, a lot that of sounds fun. awesome. Let's play that. Yeah. Yeah. It would be like it would be like episodic too. Cause like we would always like uh, whoever was it at the end of recess would be it at the start of the next one. Yo, yes. the, bro, how was season one? That's awesome. Was it as good as season two? <laughs> I always heard it had a slow start. <laughs> season one kind of fell off and then it got canceled. Another weird um, game I played with my cousins was we just called it Lava, right? And 
Uh, so there was no restrictions as to where the person who was like it could go, but they had to have a blindfold on. And so everyone else was being quiet and like somewhere on the playset, and the person who was it had a bl- blindfold and a dodgeball. And their goal was to like listen and try and, or like walk around, you know, aimlessly and try and find and tag someone. But also they could throw the dodgeball at them and it would uh, count. <laughs> that was a lot of fun too. That's epic. Did you guys uh, ever play Matt Ball? Yes. That Classic familiar. gym game. Was that like indoor kickball? Yeah, yeah but where, where you can like all stay on a base at once. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And you could like launch it at a wall too. Ball. Absolutely. Bro, there were some elite uh, some elite games in gym. Dude, the oh. fucking scooters where you just like lay down on them. Charbade. Charbade, bro. What about the parachute? That game was so sick. The parachute where we all stand around it yes. and flap it. Yeah. No, no but then you, then no, you but then you go inside it. and you sit it, and yeah. then it like defies gravity because it stays. It doesn't like <laughs> like the, all the air stays in it. It doesn't like deflate. Yeah, it traps the air. It's crazy, and you got that sometimes you throw a ball in the mix. You flip it up in the air. <laughs> Shit's wild, bro. We would just be running back and forth like between the umbrella spots. Like, oh, bro. Yeah. Fucking love that shit. My elementary school gym was so weird. I remember like multiple instances of like learning days where like I specifically remember like one health day where it's like you learned about the like the digestive system, mm-hmm. but it was set up like an obstacle course. I know what you're talking about. I know what about. you're talking about. What? That's such a, that I didn't do it at my I didn't do it at my school, but I've done that at a place before. Like some like learning place. Yeah, I remember. Whoa. I, like specifically remember like going through like those tubes and like there was one part where we had to walk across a balancing beam for some reason. But it's just like the lungs. Yeah. When you guys were in school, in elementary school, did you guys have, like, the weekly classes where, like, like, like you would have, like, music and art in gym, and they yeah, were, like, weekly rotation. classes? Yeah. yeah. They rotated. What was up with that? I did don't know, because I just wanted it to be gym it was at the, the it was at the And it was at yeah. the beginning of the day, too, so it's like, they're not even giving the teacher that big of a break. Ours were at the, like, middle I think it depends were kind of on towards what the big time. It depended yeah. on what grade you were in, but uh, yeah. ours were typically yeah. like first, like or like second hour. One thing yeah, I, I think, think I think mine were after lunch. I I have no idea. They might have been <laughs> staggered, probably for like different classes, mm-hmm. went at different times because yeah. there was only yeah. like one or two art teachers I remember. Um, yeah. yeah. I don't know why, but like that just brought up a memory of like me like after lunch, and then like going like down. I can like vividly remember the hallway to my gym, like to the school gym. Mm-hmm. It's so weird because I have not thought about that in eighteen years, <laughs> or I guess fifteen. Memories are I was crazy. Not in elementary bro. school when I was four. You sure? Memories are whack. I'm thinking about one um, 
one game we played in elementary school that like couldn't have been safe. It wasn't, <laughs> but like it was sanctioned by the school, and it was during it was we called it, it was reindeer, and we had those like charbade scooters, right, and a jump rope. And it was like one person sat on the scooters while another kid held onto the jump rope and sprinted. And I just remember that being like fun, but also chaos <laughs> that, when kids are like swinging <laughs> their charbade like scooter kids into other kids. I'm I'm pretty sure a lot of schools have stopped using charbades too, just because they were like death traps for your hands. <laughs> yeah. It's because people didn't use them right. People thought the things on the side were handles, but they're actually knuckle guards. Because, you know, the handles, like, go around. So you can put your hand inside the handle. You're supposed to do that and grip onto the board, not grip oh. onto the outside. And it I'm pretty sure I just had my safe. hands out. Yeah, <laughs> I, same. I, I, had, like, my, I had my hands out where I was just, like, crawling. Yeah, I was holding on to a jump rope. <laughs> <laughs> Sam went a little crazy. <laughs> yeah. But that, I remember, like, it, we'd do it maybe, like, twice a year. And then, like, when that popped up, it was a big deal. Because, you know, you get to, like, ram your partner into other kids and fun times. Okay, but what was the better class? Gym or computer lab? Gym. Gym. I don't even remember computer lab in elementary, so gym. Computer lab in elementary was pretty lit. Computer lab in elementary was pretty lit. They had some bonfire games. And we get to vote for, like, Obama or... Uh, <laughs> we did. I we did not. I don't remember doing that. The best part of computer lab was when I voted for Obama. <laughs> what, what are you talking about? I know what you're talking about. I, I yeah. Did you have like a mock election? Mm-hmm. In and computer we, lab, it was like a big deal. We got to go down to the computer lab and like do this whole like election like simulation and cast Bro, a vote. I don't. I don't think I ever did that. I remember watching the election, like in school. I do too. I do. I don't remember. Or we watched the inauguration. Man, I miss. um, Oh yeah, it must have been the inauguration. Field Field trips were always great. Field trips were bomb. Bro, when one time when I was in like first grade, I think we went to a a pumpkin patch. Uh, First grade or kindergarten? I think it was first grade. We went to a pumpkin patch. And they had, like, this giant pile of corn that you can climb. Or it's just, what? like, like, like it's in a giant pile. silo. <laughs> it's in a silo, and it's, like, going to be fed to, uh, like, animals or something. Like, like it's not corn that's for human consumption. So, like, they let, so like they let kids just climb on it. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> no, it, it's a lot more solid. It's, it's really dense with all the corn. But, like, the outer layer is, like, soft. It's just fun to climb up. <laughs> But they just had that there. It was just a giant pile. And I threw up in it. I got sick oh, and I threw oh, up in the pile. Dude. <laughs> you know that they just like hosed that shit off too, like just pushed it further oh. into the pile. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. I may have ruined their entire pile of corn. Good. I don't know why I threw I up, wanna... but I remember throwing up. I wanna know if like how many other like kids from like other states also experienced a corn pile. That sounds like so. That sounds so much like Indiana. Hey, hey, we're yeah, going to see the corn kids pile. Like went to Hollywood, and we went to the local pumpkin patch and met Farmer Jack. Bro, we got to play in his corn pile. Prairie. Most of the 
Most of the early field trips were like go to a farm. <laughs> you guys remember milking the mechanical cow? Yes, I did it at the state. I fair. do remember that. And then my brother got stung by a bee on his ear, and we had to go to the first aid. And his ear was super oh, no. big and red. Damn. That sucks for him. I was I was so sad to recently find out that they were racist. Who's Who? racist? <laughs> Oh, that I could have seen that from a mile away. <laughs> they had like you could go there, and um, it was like a North Star, like yeah. Couldn't you like do the like day. underground railroad? <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. They yeah, you got to pretend to be on the underground railroad. Yeah, I have no memory. Knock out a that. baby to keep it silent. <laughs> that's part of the experience. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's real. That <laughs> they give you a baby doll and they're like cover its mouth until it stops like shaking. She would do no, no, she would like knock them out. <laughs> I don't remember any of the slave stuff, <laughs> which is probably for the. I best, don't either. The only but... thing I remember about the only thing I remember about Connor Prairie for when I was a kid is uh, their Halloween thing, and they had like the headless horseman. Yeah. I remember that, yeah. Also, we've just been talking about this. By the way, Connor Prairie is like a facility. Uh, it's 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 like it's like a living museum, right? They have like a standard museum part at the center, but then also like kind of village, uh, you know, pioneer type layouts. It, it's you, like go back in time activities. It's like yeah. go back in time to the early or late seventeen early eighteen. Scalp a native. Yeah, <laughs> classic stuff. Um. The only like uh, childhood memory of Connor Prairie that I remember is uh, like our class was just like in a building. I think we were like watching a guy like churn butter. Yo, and we I were just like asking him, and I remember he was just like, "Oh, why are you guys all here?" And I was just like, "We're on a field trip," and I was like, "You're on a trip to the field." Why are you doing that? This guy and is too. That was it. your first encounter with a high person. <laughs> I unironically got pissed at him because I was like, "You know what a fucking field trip is." <laughs> Did you guys have pioneer days at elementary school? We had Indian days, dude. <laughs> I need to find them. Like we made quote unquote Indian dresses where we like wrote and. Um, like hieroglyphics on them and uh, attached beads. <laughs> Literally, like the most brain dead thing I think about looking back is like to go when we did like the Aztec, um, you know, part like and it was like we'd rotate and do different things in different classrooms, right? So in the one I made mm-hmm. the dress, another maybe we'd like did a teepee, uh, you know, and then we made headdresses. Like it's the whole nine yards. And then in one of them, we made fucking quesadillas. Yo. Yo, like the Aztecs did. <laughs> um, Pioneer Day was like this day, like in the spring, I think, where uh, you would just like it was basically like Connor Prairie at your school. You could like, but you could like make, but but they had like a lot of activities you could do. You could make your own candles. You could you you would learn square dancing. You could churn your own butter. It was just like this day for like, you know, the pioneers. Yeah. Um, what you were talking about, Sam, sounded a lot like World's Fair. Did you guys ever do a World's Fair in elementary? Don't think so. I don't think so. The closest Our thing school... we did to that was like the, like 
I don't know, we had to like pick a famous person, then everyone dressed up as their famous person and had like a <laughs> trifold poster board and to act like that person. I had that too. I was George yeah. Washington. So I was Muhammad, Gandhi. Muhammad Ali. Yo. Do <laughs> you go full blackface? Or? Nah, just the boxing gloves. <laughs> <laughs> um. So at our school, we have the World's Fair where every classroom would be given a, uh, I think it was every classroom, uh, would be given a country and they had to do different stuff based on that country. So, like, they would have to make food. They'd have to make a food that was based on that country. They would have to make uh, decorations. They would have to have outfits based on that country. And it was just, like, a whole day where, like, you would work at your country, and then, like, you would also get free time where you could walk around the World's Fair. It was super cool. cool. It the Trying out all the different foods was cool. I wish we did shit like this in high school. Right? Mm-hmm. I feel like that yeah. would have actually been, like, fun. It would have. Did you guys take, like, a cooking, like, nutrition and wellness class? Oh, I yeah. Senior year. Never did. Bro, I did. That shit was the most fun stuff. Like, that shit made senior year for me. I'm, I was always yeah, jealous. Same. They'd be, like, making pies in there. I should have I taken my teacher's advice because she always... She every like every single time we would make something, she would ask me if I was like going to culinary school. So apparently I was I don't know what happened to that ability, but apparently I was a really good cook. Dude, what Can't do you mean what happened? Right. You make amazing garlic burgers. Okay, Bro, that's like yeah. the one thing. And that doesn't take like a lot of work. <laughs> I made like a whole pizza from scratch. Your portfolio. I made a whole pizza from scratch. Boom. Uh, Hell yeah. One of my friends was having an issue. With his like his dough wasn't rising or something, I was like laughing at him, like just joking around. <laughs> and uh, my teacher comes up, and she like seriously goes, she's like, like she knew we were friends, like she she knew I was like making fun of him, but she was like, uh, they just all or not everyone's gonna be as good of a chef as you are. <laughs> like she said that like seriously to me. It's never too late to like go right to in front of school. his face. Bro, I might have to. See, I like. I think I would have been interested in that once upon a time, but then you like think about the hours that you're working, and you're like always working at dinner time. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like no, like Saturday evenings every Saturday. You know, you wouldn't really get a break. So I think that kind of makes yeah. it a drawback. But the skills would be really nice to have. Yeah. Plus, Pierce, if you go to culinary school, that means you get to be the head chef when we open a bar. Yes, let's go. Yes. I mean, do bars have chefs? I think they just have cooks. Ours will. Ours will, yeah. Five-star bar. We're going we're gonna to get a Michelin star. star. We're getting three, bro. <laughs> no way. That's impossible. Also, I know people can't see Pierce right now, but I keep, like, I, don't, I think it's the color scheme of whatever cup you're using. that It, it always it looks like you're drawing a sippy cup up to your face every time. <laughs> It, it's a cup That's with it. a straw. <laughs> it has a straw. It's not a sippy cup. <laughs> it's full of wine. It does look like... <laughs> nice. Nice. It does look like you could put a lid to a sippy cup on it. It would just be for kids. Bro, what's wrong with that? Sometimes I need... Yeah, why do we stop using sippy cups? I mean, that's like... You wouldn't have, if we normalized sippy cups, like no more straws. We could have that solved. Yeah. yeah. 
That is true. Huh. Why why haven't like at least at least like why haven't uh like coffee cup lids been Starbucks do kind of have sippy cups now. Yeah. But like you know how coffee cup lids like like they have the little flap you can open and close. Why don't regular drinks yeah. just have that to get rid of straws? Maybe it's just that straws are easier to use when driving and a lot of these places have drive through. Yeah. There's some Probably. like there's some lids in restaurants that have that option where you just like tear that little piece and then you can open and close it. Yeah. I don't know how we started talking about lids. We started at Pokemon. <laughs> no, we didn't. We started at that was... let the dogs out. Pokemon <laughs> is the topic that without like switching topics naturally flowed to this point. That's crazy. Anyone have thoughts on uh, the state of play? <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about that. Eh, was, um, I thought Stray looked sick. The cat game. Stray did. We, that look was in sick. the. That was shown in like the the PS5 reveal, wasn't it? Because I yeah. remember that. Yeah. I thought it looked but cool. Apparently, it's like a cyberpunk, uh, you know, apocalyptic future game mm-hmm. where you're just kind of experiencing the world through the perspective of a cat. It's an interesting idea. Yeah. Resident Evil 4 remake. I since Resident Evil 2 remake came out, I got into all the modern Resident Evil games. I'm very excited for that game. I have not played <clears throat> I have not played uh Resident Evil 4. I've barely played any Resident Evil games. I'm kind of I'm a fan out from as an outsider, but like like I like watching those games. But mm. I don't really like playing them cuz I'm a big wuss, scaredy cat. Yeah. <laughs> I loved uh, 7 and 2 Remake uh, to the point where, uh, like, I kind of did, like, a couple speedruns of them. Not, like, looking at, like, actually how to run the game. Just, like, see how fast I could do it. And that was pretty fun. Um, I never got into 3 because I thought it was too much money for how much of the game you actually got. The Remake? Um, yeah, so yeah. I was waiting for it to go on sale, and then I just never bought it. But I probably will at some point. Um, I enjoy and it. Then, it is short. But. Yeah. And then I haven't played 8 past... Uh, <laughs> I don't even have it, and so I've never played past to where we got uh, to when we played it together. You should um, definitely <laughs> go back and play 8. It's great. Yeah, I know I need to, but <laughs> I also... I also don't remember most of the game because I'm pretty sure I was high for most of it. Speaking of Resident Evil 8, they're both 8 and 4 Remake are going to be uh, compatible with VR. PSVR 2. And I played Ooh. on my uh, a pal of mine had Resident Evil 4, like the shitty one. Not the shitty one. People like <laughs> consider one. that one of the like greatest games of all time. Yeah, with the old one with tank controls. That's why I can't get into the old ones is the tank controls are just so dated but i so i tried playing it in vr and i know like that game is not considered to be one of the scarier resident evils but that was like i couldn't do it and i can't imagine doing eight or this remake in vr but i'm i wanted to play seven so badly because like that was like the first resident evil in a while to like actually have uh like modern horror elements seven vr was crazy because it was like a full game in vr and it was like like, that's probably one of the highest, like, budget VR games. Because a lot of VR games have to sacrifice stuff, and that one was just full-on Resident Evil 7 in VR. 
Yeah. It's cool. I've heard Half-Life Alex is good, but I haven't. I've yeah, honestly I never don't... gotten into the Half-Life series in general. I own them all. They're pretty good. Never really. Uh, I had the orange box on 360. Yo. Which was Half-Life 2, Portal, and TF2. And that's how I got into Portal, uh, and then later Portal 2, once I Portal's had a cool. PC. Portal is fucking sick. Are you guys getting the Switch releases? Maybe. If Probably not. Do we know how much they're supposed to be? I don't know. I think it's like 40 maybe. Or no, uh, maybe it might be cheaper. Much. I don't think it's... It might be so I do 20 Let me or look. 30. I do yeah, I already have them on PC, uh, so I'm probably not going to get them. I also have them on Steam. I do have them on Steam too, but... I feel like if you have Steam, you probably have those games. Yeah. <laughs> I got I got all the Valve games uh, when they were extremely cheap. Oh, no, it's only 20 bucks. Oh, yeah. I'll probably get that. They're usually, like, whenever there's a... Whenever the summer sale comes around, they're usually, like, a couple bucks for, like, four of the big games. What else was there? Uh, I've never... Dead Space always looked cool, but I never played it. Yeah. Um, and then so Callisto, probably same for Callisto Protocol, because uh, it's the same guys who made them, and it's probably set in the Dead Space universe because it looked like a lot of similar stuff. It's not. It's a. It's like a spiritual successor to the game, uh, but like okay. interestingly, we're getting. And yeah, that's from the original developers. We're getting that this holiday, and then I think. A um, couple months or a month later, we're getting um, the Dead Space One remake. So I, I think I'll be, I'll try to play both of them because, uh, yeah, the Calypso Protocol looked looked great. And I've heard great things about Dead Space One. Did they release a price for uh, uh, the PSVR two? I've been sitting comfortable with my next gen or current gen now consoles. I'm not excited to be back in the. You know, trying to buy hardware game whenever this PSVR two comes out. Because that, that shit's gonna. That, there's no way that shit isn't like five hundred bucks. At I would do um, it. Apparently, it's gonna be the like top end VR headset when it of when yeah. it comes out. Like, and I would. I just want it even for you know Horizon, Call of the Mountain, Resident Evil Four, mm-hmm. um, and even just like things like Beat Saber. I think that that'll be finally when I get on to VR. It's going to have the adaptive, yeah. like, whole... Like, the controller is supposed to have, you know, the HD rumble and adaptive mm-hmm. triggers. It's going to be really mm-hmm. interesting. The one thing the one thing about PSVR that disinterests me is I'm assuming there's an inability to mod. I'm sure there's a way. It's probably going to be more complicated than with Because, like, Quest, Beat but... Saber without mods is not appealing at all. I know as someone who played... who used to not have mods on their Beat Saber. It is not, like, fun. It's not fun when you don't really know the songs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no official price for the VR2 yet. Um, for some reason, a lot of people uh, are saying it's probably going to be $400, but I'm pretty sure the original was $500, wasn't it? I don't think at, it was at that launch, it might It might have been at launch, and then... Uh, Went down to four hundred later, um, but yeah, my guess is gonna it, that is gonna be five hundred. I think at least five hundred, because the specs in it are crazy. 
and then you you add that up with the fact that you probably won't ever be able to find one. Uh, PSVR yeah. launched at MSRP three hundred dollars. What? Wow. Damn. Um. Yeah. That's or, okay. pretty cheap. No, this is this is this one says four hundred. Okay, launching at four hundred. I oh. wonder if maybe it was one of them. Maybe the four hundred dollar bundles if you needed the move controllers. I'm not. Maybe. I'm not sure. They might have sold one with and without controllers. Because all they were were move controllers. And couldn't you use the VR and a, uh, and a regular controller too? Like like with like oh, Resident so, yes. Evil Seven, I'm pretty sure you used a regular controller. I don't know though, because obviously I didn't didn't have one. Do you think they're gonna have another state of play? Like, because I don't know. That's not comparable to a like an E3 event. Like I think people, a lot of people thought it would yeah. be. Um, yeah, because it was all uh, majority third party. I think we're going to get another one that'll be um, maybe updates on things like Wolverine and Spider-Man 2, but uh, they'll definitely do a God of War-focused one before God of yeah. War comes out this holiday. Yeah. we got the Xbox showcase coming up in four days. Yeah, we'll have a Summer Games Fest, Xbox, and maybe even a Direct to talk about next week. They still haven't yeah. announced that direct. There's no way they would have announced it. But they they always announce them at the the uh, like big ones, always like a week in advance. Typically, yeah. yeah. Um, going back sure. to the state of play, um, I put down uh, Eternite because I'm a degenerate. And I love anime themed games. Cringe. Oh, um, hold R2 to hold hands. <laughs> yeah, dude. There's a it's a fucking action and a dating sim. Oh, I heard about Finally. That. Great. Um and then I've never played um any of the modern Street Fighter games, but I think I'm gonna get Street Fighter Six, because that looks sick. I don't know. Every time I've bought a Street Fighter game, I've been frustrated at how bad I am at it, so be able to pass on this one. Yeah, it was. Man. It's crazy looking at uh, like Ryu's design in Smash, and then looking at him at Street Fighter Six. Bro, he's wide. <laughs> he's like double the size. So is it just a community joke that Ken got a divorce, or is that actual canon? It was. I saw it on TikTok, and I hope that it's real. I saw a rumor that one of the main. <laughs> One of the plot points in Street Fighter Six's story is that Ken is going through a divorce and his wife took the kids, who's like his wife is like an actual like character in universe. I don't remember her name. Uh and so like he's depressed and has lost his fighting mojo. And so Damn. your character has to help him get his fighting spirit back. <laughs> I hope that's the single player. <laughs> I I really hope it's real because that'd be hilarious. Did you guys see that uh, Nickelodeon All Stars Brawl added voice acting? Oh, really? No, yeah. I didn't. Anyways, I mean, maybe that'll help. Maybe that'll help <laughs> the uh, the game get better. We were just talking about fighting games. It made me remember that. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was just joking about no one. I I haven't heard anyone talk about that game, but it does seem like people are excited for the major verses or multiverses. Multiverses. Yeah, that that seems like 
Like, that is what Nick All-Stars Brawl should have been. Mm -hmm. Even though they're now adding Q-Neutron, which is good. Yeah, I, from the two people who still play the game, I've heard that it's actually good. Yeah, I've, I, I never heard, like, bad things. I think it just suffered from a lack of uh, support, maybe. Or just, like, a lack of polish, I think it is. Um, and the last thing for State of Play uh, that I wanted to talk about, or at least mention, was Final Fantasy sixteen. Looks uh, good. Which, yeah, I thought looked really good. Pretty sure they said, like, uh, they're still improving graphics, so I'm interested to see how that improves. Just from, like, the snippet of, like, the fighting system I saw, I thought it looked better than 15s. So, I might get it this time around. I'm excited, about too, that a lot of these games, I think, including Final Fantasy 16, are uh, current-gen only. So, we'll see. Finally, start to see, hopefully, uh, next-gen hardware be pushed a little bit and see kind of graphical improvements we're gonna Man. we can come to expect over this generation. It's gonna be so yeah. rough when all the games start going current gen only and you still can't get one. Yeah, I'm hoping by you know, once I don't know, mid next year they'll become available enough. It's just so they need to make it I think the problem is that they're not in store. Or like they need to make it so that you can order one online, but you can only order one and you have to go into the store to physically get it. That way they know, like, if you try to order two, you can't. Yeah. I mean, there's still ways to abuse it, but it would make it way harder. There, there, There is a solution. There definitely is. Besides, I can't stand the solution of putting paywalls in front of it, like hiding, like Best Buy has a thing where you can, like, buy a PS5, but only if you're in, like, the special club or something like that. Or maybe it's like it's discounted or something like that. But all these stores have started introducing um, like subscription services, basically, or like like a like special like premium tiers where it's like if you're in, if you buy this for two hundred dollars a year, you can get you you will have the ability to buy a PS Five immediately when they're on sale. Mm-hmm. It's like I don't want to spend an extra two hundred. For certain, like uh, Sony players who have had like their accounts registered since before a certain date, or maybe had like spent a certain amount on the PlayStation Store, um, mm-hmm. they were able to like sign up for like get an email. Um, like you'll get an email to have priority when the next um, PS Five sale goes live, and that's how um, we got one for my brother. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Xbox, though, is killing it having those Series S's in stock constantly. <laughs> I guess I guess if it came down to it and I absolutely had to, I would buy a Series S just to hold out until I can actually get a real... Yeah, no one wants the console. Xbox Series suck. Um... Sale number sale, otherwise. <laughs> Dude, the sales are crazy with that. that that's yeah. what I'm... That's, if anything's going to give Microsoft an edge while they don't have any games, it's going to be that uh, that they're getting those sales from the S. Yeah. And I think we'll see, because they're also, it's interesting, they're working on a, a cloud console. Um, you guys see that, like the, 
Yeah, it's it has a, a project name right now, but yeah, it's essentially just a Fire Stick for xCloud. Xbox Cloud Gaming works very well, so it, I'm not surprised that they are going in that direction. I have yet to try it, but me too. You can do it free on Fortnite, or if you have Xbox Live Ultimate, you can play it with the select games. You can do it on your Xbox too. Like if you don't have games installed, you can um, uh, like play them with the cloud. I noticed that at Ethan's. <laughs> anyway, I think it's wrap time because someone's fallen asleep. Uh, Real quick before we go, um, I think, like, at, at this point, it's not really worthwhile giving a review on Obi Wan Episode Three, considering that you know by the time this podcast launches, Episode Four will be out. But does anyone? Does everyone have like one quick prediction, maybe for the episode that I think might come to pass? Mm-hmm. Um, maybe Qui-Gon comes. I I think we might see... This one, I think, is going to be... People aren't going to like it, but I think this one's going to be a lot more focused on Reva. Bro, how the fuck did she beat the fastest 10-year-old in the world? (laughs) For real. (laughs) How'd she get so far ahead of her? She used her force speed, her one force speed. People were talking about how, like, how did she get ahead of her in a tunnel? But I think there are probably definitely like multiple tunnels yeah yeah you could explain it then it's like yeah if, if people are getting caught up on that like come on but um yeah my prediction i think we're this is like obi-wan's burned he's really wounded this is kind of going to be his recovery episode i don't think it's mm-hmm. going to be very action heavy but i am hopeful that he'll be in and out of consciousness and having flashbacks to the clone wars is my hope bro yeah are we going to get back to tank flashbacks like uh boba, <laughs> boba. that's Yo. the hope that would be sick. I mean, it, it seems say, like yeah. now would it'd be the perfect excuse to have some flashbacks to the Clone Wars at this point. Yeah. I'm surprised they haven't uh, already, besides Order 66. Yeah, we've got a lot of that. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, also, uh, The Boys Season 3 is off to a good start. Yes. Uh, so, end of Episode 3, uh, I feel like is one of the first times in a while where uh like uh, an episode has ended and i legitimately have no idea what is going to happen for the rest of the season is like the boys we were talking about yeah. the boys interesting yeah there were, there were two episodes three we were talking about oh sorry yeah for the boys episode three uh and so i'm really excited to see uh how they clean up uh a lot of these plot points uh, that are all going insane on their own. So I'm excited for that. I mean, just episode one is like crazy. Like you're already seeing some like crazy character dynamics you wouldn't expect. Yep. Uh, and there, there's pieces, oh, close you, and personal. You guys, you guys have to see the front or the the first like episode, <laughs> like the beginning. For like, it's insane. I don't want to spoil it. It's just like crazy. My coworker yeah. told me to not be eating. <laughs> it is not desirable it is not a desirably like good looking scene it is it is foul yeah <laughs> it's not something I wanted to ever see but it was very entertaining <laughs> alright um, okay uh, before we officially close off um, I want to do a thing that uh, Sam proposed uh, this week where we each give like one thing that we're like reading, playing, or listening to uh, that we want to 
suggest to our audience? Bro, recommendations, bro? Yeah. You're saying we give some um, recommendations? Yeah, I think it's recommendation time. Is it time for um, recommendations? So I want to start by saying, uh, uh, by recommending uh, the new Bo Burnham outtakes uh, that were posted on YouTube and then in a deluxe album on Spotify. Um, A lot of it uh, is more goofy, uh, but also still serious, uh, like Inside. And a lot of the songs are so good that I'm surprised they weren't on the original soundtrack. And it's really good. Ethan, you got anything? Yeah. Uh, I've been listening to a lot of uh, Still Woozy lately since the concert that I went to at the end of May. Yeah. Sam? Cool. Right, what kind of music would you say it is? Uh, it's very poppy. I don't, he's the guy himself who does it. His name is Sven. Um, but it's like very... I don't even. I couldn't describe it to you right now. I'm quite. Uh... <laughs> I'll give it a listen. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, what'd you got? Um, for me, I've uh, been listening pretty nonstop to the new Post Malone album. Been following Post since since his first album. Loving it. Good stuff. Uh, in terms of gameplay i've been playing a lot i've been getting back into horizon forbidden west after taking a lot of time off for elden ring uh for anyone who maybe put the game aside uh they updated it recently so now the performance mode i know there was some like graphical issues that people were experiencing but now they've uh, upscaled upscaled it so you can um played a, a really so yeah the visuals are, are looking a lot better in that 60 fps mode so i've been really enjoying getting back into that game yeah, I think for me it's just Fortnite. It's always Fortnite. What they got going on in that game these days? Bro, they got the new season. <laughs> we were just playing. It's all changed. Bro, I'm loving it. They got the they got the new fruits. Dude, those those shits yeah. are insane. When I had my supercharged XP earlier, I would just land and I would just grab fruits and then pull the weeds to make more fruits grow. I would get like ten thousand XP from one plant. It's insane. Whoa. In 24 hours, uh, I just have one more weeding until the legendary fruits. Yeah, bro, I just go. I know it's probably not a good idea to increase other players' fruits by pulling their weeds, but I just like taking that shit for myself and uh, getting all the XP from it. Yeah, I love that shit. Fucking love Fortnite, bro. Yep, they're probably gonna for Darth Vader. Yep, it'll be easy. I'm a chump. I paid the extra to give me the boost. You'll, you'll I also just it. paid the extra. Because did you see that? <laughs> I, I sent that uh, Reddit post about how like it showed like all the XP strategies. That if if you just do your weeklies and your dailies, you will you will get to tier 100, but it'll be at like the very end of the season. Hmm. And there's ways to do. There's apparently there's a way to do it in like three or five days. Oh, get to tier 100 by utilizing like, the max. Well, I can utilize actually get it. there in five minutes with daddy's credit card. So True. Yeah. <laughs> True. Did you guys ever um, steal your parents' credit cards and pay for stuff? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> because I know that I always knew there was a way for them to check that. So I, no, I wasn't I did stupid that enough once. to do it. I did that once and I just said that uh, my account got hacked. 
<laughs> Anyways, probably canceled their whole card over that. <laughs> no, they, they just skewed it at the bank. Ah, uh, nice. Did it work? Yeah. Wow. Did you get to keep the content? Uh, one time I didn't. One time it got like when it got disputed, it got refunded on my account. So that sucked. Right. On. I think that's it. Yeah. Finally. Good job. <laughs> Alexis. Good job lying to your parents. Alexis. <laughs> Did you guys hear Alexis? She no. just like went off for some reason. She she was saying it's oh. time to end. All right. I guess. Everybody say bye, Alexa. Bye, bye Alexa. Alexa. Bye.